They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host for tonight, A.L. Aaron Lloyd. I'm joined by my best friend, Egg Two Flight Egg Trembicki, and his broski cut. And uh, he has a little, a little topic that we're going to discuss in front of him tonight. Uh, the 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 back next gen ring is finally shipping out. So, Eck, how you doing? How you enjoying that ring? I'm jealous. It, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of real estate to cover on the ring. No pun intended. A lot of real estate. Um, <laughs> but could be better. Could be worse. Uh, I'm loving the product thus far. Okay, that's great. Uh, I've enjoyed your. Uh, I don't want to say. So, well, I came up with this. No, well, I don't. Um, that, that that's a given. And also, since I made it up, I'm trademarking in your basement. So whenever I get mine in your basement, it's mine. You're the one with your own name. So wait, wait, yeah, wait, I switch the ring skirts. I'm sure. So um, as always, subscribe to all um, all podcast platforms: iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and Stitcher, and Ringside Collectibles. Use promo code M Madness. To use to save ten percent off your order and fill your new next gen ring up. So uh, we took about a week off and a lot has happened. We got CM Punk making his shocking return. There's some drama behind that allegedly, and probably the mo- we're not we not really have anything coming up. We have um, all out in a few weeks and also Clash at the Castle the week the day the night before. So Whoa, what do you mean we got nothing coming up? Did I say nothing coming up or nothing going? Or did I say nothing going on? Nothing coming up. Uh, a question. Not much going on right now. We're just building towards the pay-per-views. We have Clash at the Castle September second and All Out on September third. So we're still building all momentum to all those shows. So um, before, so we'll start with this because it's not a lot to talk about. We have we have a different agenda for today. Tonight's mostly about the next gen ring discussion in the AW Supreme story, and you have a chase story for us. So, homage. Almost a month on the, with the book. I think he's done an excellent job. It's going. To, it's a work in progress. And you see he's right in a lot of Vince's wrongs since he's been back. So, what are your thoughts on homage's first almost full month with the book? He's a rogue general saving the ship. If... WWE was the Titanic. He is rewriting the script and avoiding the iceberg. <laughs> WWE was going down and he said, hold my beer. I don't drink this normally. And he's, he's, he's running with it. Uh, I love the product he's been doing. Uh, he's making it musty. Um, it's literally to the first point in ever where like I'm like I really got to go back and, like watch SmackDown like I'm hearing stuff's happening I'm seeing clips on Instagram I'm like geez I missed something I missed <laughs> something so yeah I love everything Triple H is doing and uh, you know it's great 97DX is really running all over <laughs> right now yeah it's been it's been like like my wrestling fandom I've been down overall. But like I talked about when Trip, we heard Triple H got the book and Vince retired, it was like I got like a jolt of like what the hell's going to happen? Because we, we always knew, kind of had an idea and an inkling of what Triple H's WWE would be because of NXT. And now, like, I'll go through some of the guys that we saw return, but like, like the emphasis on the titles, like almost the entire month that he's been, in, almost month that he's been in charge, we've had 
what, two U.S. title matches, and almost every week we get, like, a promo about the belt. Not the champion, but the but the titles. And Specifically U.S.-wise, yeah, sorry yeah. to cut you off. But I was really, uh, when I was re-watching SmackDown last night, I was I was really hoping that I was going to see kind of, like, an intercontinental promo package. There was and the week before. Oh, there was? Yeah, because Nakamura and Gunther main evented. So... Okay. So they were building towards that the whole night. So there was an IC title video package about that. Oh, okay, cool. Then I actually, I did not. So I actually thought about rewatching because I watched that. Uh, the only thing I'm really excited about rewatching, which I didn't watch, I wanted to see Ronda's promo. I've been loving everything Ronda's been doing because as a smart mark, I was thinking she's going to play the, the Brock role. She's suspended and we don't see her until a big show. But she's suspended. And she really threw fans, in my opinion, a nice swerve. But she's like, nah, I'm right back. I'm out here. Throwing money. I was like, wow, that's cool. I really wanted to watch it. But I thought I saw enough of it on social media that I didn't need to rewatch. But I'm going to, when we're done recording, go back and rewatch just to see the Intercontinental uh, video promo. Because we saw two different video packages just for the U.S. title in two different weeks. Yeah, definitely. And it, it does wonders because like, those titles were at the bottom of the burial bottom of the ground and Triple H in just that in his first uh, official week made the US title important made triple threat matches kind of rebuilt Tommaso Ciampa up and we're kind of seeing him kind of build the tag team division up next so you have to assume that's next because I'll get to we'll get to this more in a second but he brought back Hit Row uh, Miz and Ciampa are still to seem to be a, still seem to be a working tag team We'll we'll see we'll see how far they go, but he's slowly going to work on the tag team title. But right now, the IC title, the US, and the women's tag seem to be the main objective at the moment. So also during that time, we got the return of somebody who's kind of like in the middle with everybody. I know Preps not a big guy. I know Preps called him overrated, but somebody who did not need to be, deserve to be cut and wasn't even brought up in the right way without his wife, and that's Karrion Cross. So with Karrion Cross returning, I thought it was a shock to me because I remember that Friday it was, people were saying that it's rumored Karrion Cross would be coming back, and then that night on SmackDown he came back with Scarlett with his proper presentation. So I'm not sure. I never. I'm never been sure what you've been on Karrion Cross. I know. I said I know. Preps not the biggest fan. Um, I like Karrion Cross personally. So what are your thoughts on Karrion Cross and him returning the right way? I've always liked everything we've got from him because I always thought he was presented as a strong character. Not just that, and you know I'm a big mark for the accolades and all that, but we're talking about a guy that was with the company for, I don't know, two years? Minimum, Probably. Maybe Probably. longer? About two years. Two about. years. Mm-hmm. Two guys have beat him. He's been beat by Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy. So technically nobody on any roster – that is active in WWE has beat him right now. Which is a pretty badass stat. Former NXT champion. He, you know, literally on the main roster, the only match he's lost against was against Jeff Hardy. Jeff Jeff's not there. So out of all his main roster matches, it's like in a way none of them matter, or it's like, you know, his loss doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I I'm excited to see him. I, you know, and it's, we're also seeing him in a new look. You know, he had the, the shaved head the whole time he was there originally. Now we're seeing him with the hair. Um, I, I, I think he's going to get pushed to the moon, and I got no complaints about it. I, I know, uh, prep, just like you said, prep's not big on him, but I've had no gripes about him. 
HOH alumni. I'm here for him. I support it. Yeah, I don't have any gripes with Cameron Cross either. He can cut the hell of a promo. The, pre- the presentation with him and Scarlett was always top-notch. And they bring a whole different dynamic to SmackDown and a foil to Drew McIntyre or Roman Reigns or whoever's going to be at, end up being champion. Now, the rumor going around is USA wants their own title on Monday night. So the, ru- the hot rumor that's been going around for a couple weeks now is they're trying to find a way to get a belt off of Roman. And we talked about this when they unify the titles. When you unify titles, you don't ununify them because you're unifying them. So um, do you think Karrion Cross will be... I know he's going to be in the picture because it's rumored that he's going to face McIntyre at Extreme Rules. Do you think Karrion Cross will be champion within the next year or so? I think by December, he's got a strap. The world title. Just of the stat. The world a title. title. A, wor- a world title. Okay. Okay. Okay, because I can see that. And um, something that I've been thinking about for the last few days, because there was a rumor. I've been talking about rumors a lot. but You love Br- a good rumor. I do. But Brandy's was spotted working out at the Performance Center. And Cody should be back by, by year's end. And possibly maybe that could be Cody's opponent at WrestleMania or... In some um, point in time that we get him and Scarlett going against him and Brandy, I'm not sure how WWE crowd would would um, react to Brandy, but it's just something to be thrown out there. And also, we got a couple of other retu- returns. And one I was excited about, and one that I was kind of like st- struck by, other than Karrion Cross, I thought Cross was just a, a prototypical Vince guy with the bombshell wife. It would be a no-brainer to be pushed to the moon. But I got Hit Row back. You know I love me some Hit Row. <laughs> um... BFAB, um, Top Doll, and Ashanti the Adonis. They're back in WWE building up that tag team division. It was stupid for them to get released in the first place. I'm glad BFAB did come back with them because, as always, the women in a stable take you to another level, and she was kind of like the glue to that stable. Like, the Hardys were, were already great. Gives it a different look. Yeah, like, the Hardys were already great, but when they got lead, they went to a whole other level, and that's how it's always been the case. And we also got the return of Dexter Loomis, which I loved, by the way. Because they went back to kind of like his stalker or crazy person gimmick, how you want to, whatever, however you want to call it. And he seems to have his eyes on AJ Styles. And I like the kind of like the breadcrumbs they throw out, throw in throughout the night when it comes to Dexter Loomis. So, some, what are your thoughts on Hit Row and Dexter Loomis returning? So, the Dexter Loomis thing, I'm a little wishy washy on. I love the presentation on how he's debuting, but I have no fandom towards him from NXT and that could just be me being sour in that product for so long hit row being back uh, I love it. That's, it it is a shot in the arm the tag team division needs it's a real tag team it's and I tonight's not the night but on probably the next episode I'm going to eat my words or makeshift tag teams but um, hit row is a real tag team uh, I'm, I'm here for it and like you said the added element with BFAB really makes it and uh, I, I love the presentation. I look forward to them just moving on up the hill. Yeah, and if you get a chance, you say you didn't really watch much Dexter Lumis stuff, but I was championing this when it was going on. Like, that whole index thing was amazing. And they even channeled it back that on NXT this past week that, that Dexter's back, like he left like Indy a little note, and it said it had like a picture of index on the back of it. So they actually kind of like channeled back to that, which I really did enjoy. Because Indy Harwell, she's a great follow on Twitter. 
and on Instagram. I saw something of that on Instagram, but I, it didn't make sense to me because I'm, you know, it's so unlike WWE to intertwine NXT with the main roster. So I just assumed that was something from way, way yonder. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, this is remember this is DX's WWE now, so it's a little different, and I'm enjoying and I'm, and I'm enjoying like it a lot, and I'm enjoying it a lot as well. Now, um, something that caught my eye. I'm not sure if you have any thoughts about this, but this refers to the IC title as well, and that's Gunther and his opponent at Clash of the Castle, Sheamus. Now, Sheamus isn't that group like Dolph Ziggler where they've been around so long that you don't care or you don't care to see them, but they're excellent at their job. Now, I haven't been excited for a Sheamus match in years, but I can't wait to watch Sheamus and Gunther under Triple H's watch. And for the first time since WrestleMania 37, the IC title's going to be on the line at a pay-per-view. Very excited. All right, so I'm a Mark. Uh, are you done with your take on this match? Because I'm yes. about to go the hell off. Oh, no, well, no I, uh, I already know what you're going to say. Because I, because I, I'm curious as how much a Mark I'll, like I'll you. I'll save that for my chair. Yeah. I'll save that for my chair. So, Gunther, European, he's going to go off. This <laughs> match is going off in the U- UK. It's yes. the first pay per view, and how long? It's a huge pay per view, arguably. The biggest pay per view in the UK. I mean, outside of Insurrection, it's the only main card pay per view in 30 years. Uh, right or wrong? Well, Insurrection wasn't even US, but that's this is like their first televised one in long in probably 30 well, yeah, years. Insurrection yeah. wasn't US, is what yeah. I'm saying. But like yeah. you know, that wasn't ever like so. So yeah, 30 years. Yeah. We're going back to SummerSlam '92. Yeah. So you got Sheamus, who is like a diamond in the rough. You're so right by like that Dolph Ziggler, and I feel like he's almost like. Blackwall's not the right word, but like Dolph Ziggler goes out there and has, has a match, you know it's going to be good. And with all due respect, like Ziggler's a good looking guy, carries himself well. Like, you want to love him. But you got Pacey White Sheamus who does stupid <laughs> things with his hair, stupid things with his beard. But that man goes out there and he beats the crap out of whoever he's in the ring. And he tells whoever he's in the ring with to beat the crap out of him. Well, guess what? At this pay-per-view, Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion, he goes out there and he beats the crap out of ever who he's in the ring with. A little bit of the awkward part, there is the, the rumor, since you like random rumors, that this is going to turn into a triple threat. Whether Woo-hoo. it does or not, let's just put Sami Zayn would be the hot take. Sami Zayn would make sense, but I'm not even going to go there. Heel versus heel for the IC title in Europe. I mean, you're really going to have two heels turn into two baby faces out there. I'm a mark. I'm gonna jump ahead. Wasn't planning to. Sheamus, I pray he goes over. <laughs> becomes another Grand Slam winner. He's I saved vocal. it for you. I saved it for you. He's been vocal about beca- about IC titles. The only title he's never had. But also, like, it's a pretty big deal. Like, he as somebody that's been there for 15 years can really make that important. He goes out there, has great matches, and if he can go out there and win. He's really – look, he wears his heart in his sleeve. If he wins, he's going to be an emotional SOB in front of 50,000 people about winning that IC title. I pray it for him. Um, and as much as people, including me, crap on that current design of the IC title, and there hasn't been no memorable reign, in a short time, we've had some pretty cool people hold, held that design of the IC title. 
Well, I think it looks the best on Gunther because like Ricochet was forgettable as the IC champion. Uh, Nakamura, he had a couple reigns with it. He was the one who debuted the belt. And um, who else was the Sami Zayn had it. AJ Styles. AJ AJ had it. Jeff had it. But I still do not like that Braun belt. Strowman's first single uh, title. Oh god, whatever. But um, I think it, I mean there. You got you got some solid caliber people that that have held it. Yeah, and it looks yeah the Braun so- actually would have had a really good run. He had a short run, but he he had some he had some decent matches on that I that that three way IC title uh, ladder match. Um, Jeff, Jeff, Kyle, AJ, Sam. and and Sammy. Yeah, that was great. But that, that might be the I, I, it's been said on this. This might that might be the match of the COVID era for New York. Probably, probably. But like that whole like the superstars that held it were great, like big names, but the quality we got out of out of their reigns were was sure. not that great. For sure, for sure. But, but so I think, like I prefer I prefer because we're talking about again. Sorry to cut you off, but you know we're talking about these mid card titles. Like I prefer the look of the current U.S. title, and Bobby Lashley only has made that matter. Matt Riddle didn't make it matter. Damian Priest did not make it matter. Um, Austin Theory did not make it matter. I don't really think anyone's making this IC title matter, but that IC title design goes back farther than the new U.S. title reign, and we've we've just had a solid amount of people. Actually, it doesn't. It can be. It can be no, quickly. No. What's that? You're right. No, you're right. You're right. I, I know. <laughs> we we um we it can be easily forgotten how many people have held it, and there's just there's some solid cats that have held it. Again, no great reign, but again for. You know, Jeff to come back and has held that IC title way back when, the classic Oval, and to win this. AJ Styles, that'd be his grand slam. Sami Zayn, a three-time. And, like, <clears throat> you could argue, I would argue, now, you're saying Gunther looks good with the belt? No, I, and I think I, he's the right guy for it, too. True. I, I almost, like, and it's, it kills me, like, Nakamura, yes, he debuted it, but like Sammy gave it to him. That the the toy of it with the Mattel line is only with that that most recent Shinsuke Elite, and but I, I associate that belt with Shinsuke. I mean, or, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. with Sammy. Oh, Sammy really? Zane, three, three times. Three times. I mean, he really he, he made it important. He he went up to the ladder. He pulled two down. You know, I uh, I think he made it the most important out of everyone that held it. Well. I I uh I hold it synonymous with Nakamura because he had it the longest and he had it twice, and he did dog shit. Yeah, uh, uh, but remember that was Vince's WWE. This is Homage's yeah, WWE. Oh. And I told him about NXT when Homage took o- Homage took over. I told him about his NXT case. He's Ahmed jo- Ahmed Johnson of the IC title <laughs> right now. Because remember, because remember, I told you I talked about Triple H's kids. And Nakamura was an NXT kid for Triple H. So just in that match last week with Walt with Gunther, he's kind of been like reinvigorated. And Gunther was already at the top of his game already. So but now I think he's gonna go back to like that NXT UK and NXT Walter. NXT Europe. Both, because remember he came to he came to the US as well. So that's why I said. I know, both. I know. We'll we'll save that for another day. But um Well, you know they're rebranding. NXT yeah. UK is that. Yes. Yeah, I, I saw that the rebranding, and uh, I, I kind of yeah, Triple H is paying paying homage to him being the third European. T- I, 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 yeah, I kind of need like, I kind of need Shawn Michaels there to um, introduce the new belt and say this is the coveted 
NXT European Championship. I kind of need him to do that. Only <laughs> um, if it looks like the OJ. Uh, but definitely, I d- like. I know when we did the award show last year, I was kind of mad because you didn't include Walter and Dragunov from Stand Deliver. And well, I, I don't think I, I still haven't watched it. Yeah, I know. So, so like, you haven't watched that match. I have. Screw I was, you. I'm still mad that you didn't in- include Walter and Bate from the year before. I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was better than the matches I picked. But remember, for majority, yeah, because your matches majority were trash. Rules, you're a mark. Majority rules. You're like, oh, Vincent had booked that. Majority rules. I love yeah, majority yeah, rules. Yeah. And uh, you look like majority rules. Do, do I really? Well, that looks good then. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, yeah, but that Walter shame that Gunther Sheamus match. I think that's definitely going to be on the level with the Dragunov, especially with the hard hit in action. Um, so I asked you earlier about like five things that you wanted to like homage to ch- continue to change. Well, change that he were not included. I couldn't come up with five because he's doing a lot right now in like small in- increments. But the one thing I have is. Change Butch back to Pete Dunn. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> so he's doing overall, I'd say, so good. I just continue doing what he's doing and make the continue to make the mid card titles matter. Yeah, make those titles matter. Yeah, and whether we deunify tag titles and world titles, continue to make those mid card titles matter. That's literally all I care about. Make me give a damn about the Intercontinental title. Make me want to go spend $300 and go to WWE shop and buy the Intercontinental title. Make me want to spend $300 and go and buy the current U.S. title on WWE shop. I am a spending junkie. And I haven't done it since those both came out because they haven't mattered. Hunter, make me spend money. Come steal $600 from me. <laughs> we know you're good for it. <laughs> so that's enough about, about a homage. So... On the AEW front, we got CM Punk returning last week to confront John Moxley, and I'm assuming I'm assuming if I'm if I'm are they are they having a match next week or is that all out? So that's why you were pissing me off when you said we don't got nothing coming up. The main event, Dynamite, coming up this week, days away. CM Punk versus John Moxley to unify and make. One definitive AW world champion. Less than two weeks before All Out. Oh, okay. You got to love it. Whether there's, look, we've been talking all night about rumor this, rumor that. Whether there's heat between them, whether it's a work shoot, whatever. This is awesome. This is awesome. This is you know, I really wanted to do a show last week because two weeks ago we had Moxley defending his interim world title for the second, maybe third time. He did a couple of what they, I forget what AEW's word for it is, um, where they, where the champions having a match against somebody, I think they call it like a... Eliminator. So, you know, he defends it against Brody King. I can't remember if he had another match or not. He defended it, he had a match against somebody at GCW. He had a couple of things going on. But, him and Jericho had a barn burner of a match i'm a moxley guy through and through obviously i love jericho i'm on the edge of my seat like i wanted jericho to win like this would be huge lionheart chris jericho versus john moxley and they had a phenomenal phenomenal match they killed it um i was really pulling for jericho the better man won moxley retained moxley still interim world champion 
And after the match, JAS running down on him. And then you got CM Punk coming to his save. Afterwards, Mox puts the finger in his face. So whether it be a shoot or not, Punk comes out, cuts a little promo on Hangman, then redirects to Mox. Him and Mox have their, uh, you know, their thing. They scuffle. They scuffle again later in the night. Can't. Tony says, yeah, we can't wait to all out. Dynamite this week. Moxley versus Punk. I'm so excited. And this is another thing. I'm such a TK mark, but I'm always looking forward to Wednesday night wrestling. I mean, we're, we have a inter, we have a unification match for creative. There's so many ways it can go. We can get a straight up win. We can get a screw job. This goes to all out. Um, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna give us a clear winner, and then we're gonna get booking for a defense later in the show or immediately after the show. We're gonna find out who the challenge is gonna be. Maybe it's a returning MJF. Maybe it's Hangman wanting a match against Mox. Maybe it's Hangman wanting to get this feud out with Punk. I, I'm so wishy washy on it because I, my two favorite guys in AEW and. I love Punk. I love Punk so much, but I don't even know if I'd say Punk's my second favorite guy. I know Mox is my favorite guy in AEW. Uh, Moxley, like I just said, defended against Brody King, had a badass match. Defended against Jericho, had a banger match. I wasn't even rooting for Mox, but due to him winning that match, I don't want him losing to Punk. Punk never defended it. Obviously, I'm assuming Punk's got to go over, but like... Moxley just had this banger in her own run. I just feel like he doesn't deserve to lose it, which makes Wednesday night so exciting to me. <laughs> so exciting. Two guys I love it. I mean, this is this is good wrestling. Okay, and what are your thoughts on like the rumored heat between him and Hangman and Punk allegedly quit threatening quit threatening to quit the company or whatever? Because we all know CM Punk's wired a little different. Uh, I think he loves AEW too much. I think, I think they, I think what they're doing with AEW, I think AEW sh- strategically has placed leaks in the cracks <laughs> to give these rumors out. I don't think, I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true. I don't think he would be ready to quit the company and then the next day post a slideshow with ten pictures of one year anniversary working with the company with. John Moxley in one of the pictures. All these pictures with guys in there. Like, he's having a match with Moxley. Like, I think he's completely fine there. I think that he might still have this grudge with Cabana. I think a guy like Hangman might resent him a little bit for it. But I think a guy like Hangman also appreciates what he brings to it. And I think I think they're I think they're all good overall. Now I did enjoy the uh the punk line of um Telling Mox, once again, you're the third best guy. Once again, you're the third best guy in your group. I did pop for that. <laughs> I, I, I popped for almost everything he said. Tell me when I'm lying. He he killed it with the John line, the Kofi line, or the Kingston line. There there was a lot of killers there. You know, a little bit of a smart, too much of a smart thing. Because when I first heard that, all I thought was, oh, cool. Like I literally just watched the promo where he said that like he wasn't the best guy in the Shield. But then I'm like, wait, third best. Then who's he better? Because there's four guys in in Black Blackpool Combat Club. I'm like, oh man, he's crapping on Yuta. I guess he's saying he's better than Yuta. I don't know. <laughs> o- overthinking it. But the promo was great. It's something you is again. I'm a punk fan, but I don't want to say this is pipe bomb level. But I think it's like punk Triple H slash punk Nash 
level where we're going to keep rewatching that, rewatching that years from now and be like, zinger after zinger, like that, they're just worth laughs. So that'll be, we're pretty much done with the weekly stuff, but I want, you said something that uh, put a light off in my head. Have you listened to Nash's show? Of course. How do you like it? I hate his, I hate his co-host. I'll tell you that right now. I hate his co-host. I hate Matt Hardy's co-host. I hate. Uh, luckily, McFoley got Conrad. Yeah, anyone besides Conrad, I really hate these guys. You know, you know who they need. What? Can I be a Mark? Can I be a Mark? What to host the shows? No, wait. Can I not be me? Well, not gonna be me for a second. Well, you mean we all know I'm an asshole. You know who they need to host the shows, or who needs their own yeah. podcast? Okay, go ahead. No, you know who they need to host it. Who? Oh. They need Ron. <laughs> you know what? They do. <laughs> I'm not, not going to fall. Madness would steer that ship so you know what? much You're right. better. It wouldn't be cringy. That voice wouldn't make me want to like... Honestly, I start hearing their voice. Like when Nash isn't talking or when Matt's not talking, all I want to do is drink. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is depressing. Uh, so, it, so it doesn't want you to... It doesn't make you want to stop... Um, and just listen and, and not do what you normally do. Yeah, it, I, I think about all I, all I start doing is once I hear them, I'm like, is there an episode of Busted Open I haven't listened to yet? <laughs> yeah, because I gave it a list on my ride home um, on Friday. And I'm like, God, this guy's awful. And um, I haven't listened to Matt Hardy's yet. But I'm pretty sure I won't like that, that his co-host either. But um, that's enough about other shows. So... Uh, this is about some the next gen ring mostly, and a couple of my old pickups. That it's old news at this point because the new flavor of the week is the next gen ring. So, um, also, I'll let you go first, then, because we got we got to save the the new the and you have a, product. For yeah, and you have and you have a story to share. So, um, sure. In the major group on the not it wasn't even the flea market on a normal post. So I got the Jade in. Ooh, I got it in. Eat it. I tried grabbing off a Hardy Heff in the group because he bought like six sets. I was like, yo, sell me a Jade. Yeah, and then of course, Jeremy, never lacking <laughs> for him. Never. Never lacking. And um, I finally got the Supremes in as well. Here's the Britt Baker. They look a you lot better. They that ringside uh, Tony they put with Jade so Jade can tell him a couple of shit. <laughs> well, you need a ringside Tony to go with Britt. Because um, Britt's not lacking either in any way whatsoever. Go ahead, Adam. <laughs> um, I told you when I got this, do not take these arms off. And when you do, do never never swap them out again because you're going to break it unless you heat them up. Because golly, I almost broke these arms. But it looks real better in person because in a lot of videos and pictures, it looks cartoony. This is, I believe this is the same head on her latest Unrivaled. It's just the eyeshadow is different. Like the Unrivaled eyeshadow yeah. on the Unrival is um, red to match the gear. This is like a faded, like a real light pink, and the the, the head that comes on it is the best expression, obviously, with a little smirk. And here she is with the DMD hands, the AD, the women's title wrapped around her, and of course I got the Cody as well. The Cody out of all of them looked the most cartoony in pictures, but in person. This is an amazing figure. It really is. There's so much detail in the robe. The best, um, the best scan I believe is the screaming head, especially for this, because it's kind of how he, he kind of like um, does his entrance. 
Nightmare she would the consider back. cartoony a bad thing, right? Yeah, because like I don't, yeah, I don't like cartoony like that, especially like now, now that we come so far. So like, I don't think a lot like the head that comes on this. I don't think that's a good head scan because like at this point we've seen Cody had the same head scans a bunch of times, but like they're all different as far as like um, colors and the tones. You still have your major five super sevens, correct? Yes. Would you call those cartoony? Ugh. I think I talked about this when they first came in. Uh, Matt's are better than Brian's. I hate Brian's. His, his Brian's best hand, I think, was the man bun. I, okay. I don't, I don't like. Now his other two heads, I'll call cartoony because they kind of look nothing like him. But the Matt's, I have no problem with. The the, the, um, the Hawkins, I do. Well, the um, Myers, I do. I'm sorry, but this Cody one is really great. Uh, I'm can't wait to get sorry, the. I, go ahead. I, sorry to cut you off, but I did watch one of Kyle Pearson's interviews on. Um, the New Japan Super Sevens, and he was calling them cartoony. He also called called the uh, Andre Super Seven. All of them very cartoony. But I'm actually a fan. I mean, I, I guess I kind of see a cartoonish effect, but I think it goes real well with the Mattel and Jasmine line. Yeah, because especially like I don't think that Andre is far off, but like the Hawk, the Myers is so far off that I, I, I just classify it as cartoony. And then also like we saw like the early prototypes. Of them when they first announced them, and they, those look way better than the final product. Yeah, but this Cody, it's amazing. It's it's the best Cody. The robe is amazing. When you get the, when you get the robe in hand, it's great. It really is, and I'm glad they went with the um the arms that go that attach and detach. And a, a reportedly, for, according to the major pod, that Cody's robe in the Ultimate is going to be like a variation of like cloth and rubber and stuff like that. But um, that's it for me, and. I'm not sure where you want to go first. You want to talk about the new, the next gen ring, or with the new gen ring, or do you want to talk about your chase story? So I will. You know, I didn't keep one to my side to show on it, but um, you know, as I kind of said, I'm going to be trying to be as close as I've been saying this for a year, two years now on the pod. I'm going to be as close to a complete AEW Jazzwares collection as can be uh people like i you know the amazon exclusives that are just repaint jobs i don't need those um you know the, the pictures of the new jurassic express they look great i love that hangman um jungle boy's got you know the tape waist still don't think it's for me i'm not i didn't get the ringside of them either um chases that's where you know i kind of draw the line i can't be a completist um Moxley in the New Japan gear, must have. So, got a couple of those. But again, unrivaled, 1 through 10, currently complete on those. Unmatched, we get to Series 4, which you just showed the nice picture of the Jade. Hold on, put it to the side for a second. So... I got crazy lucky. I, I did a pre-order month or two ago for series four when i opened the case when i opened the shipping box there was uh, a case of unmatched series four first figure when i slid out the package was this and it was a one of five thousand cm punk which actually 
funny. I look forward to getting the regular version to see. I would figure that is the same picture that's going to be in the regular um, because it shows him wearing those tights. Normally, the chases show a picture of them wearing the chase gear. But is that so? I, I you know I took a cool selfie of me with this outside the box, and turns out I, I continue to go through the box. I got six of these, <laughs> six CM Punk chases, which is great. Pretty much paid my bills for the month. And you use code M Madness to save ten percent. Of course, M M A D N E S S save ten percent ringside. So yeah, I got them. I, I you know I kept two for myself. Hopefully open one. Depends when I, I get the uh, Walmart exclusive. Maybe I'll sell one more and just keep one mock. Um, yeah, so that's super awesome figure. Um, that set is actually fire. I love the Cody in the, the suit. I almost think I want to chase the Cody in the suit. Hangman street gear, awesome. I just got – I ordered the, the Walmart Hangman. Uh, Cortisone de Leon, I got that in my Jericho uh, montage over there. MJF, I'm going to wait till I have that whole um, pinnacle set to open them. I'm going to do the same thing with the inner circle. I'll open all 10 figs at once. But, yeah, just missing Jade. Um, Unmatched Series 4 is bangers. Um, that's kind of that with AEW. Uh, I did get a second that just came in the mail. I didn't open it yet, but I have a – I finally have two of the Unrivaled Series 8 John Moxley chases, so I'm going to open one of those soon. I think it would be my first chase I'm open. I haven't opened the AEW chase yet, embarrassingly. Um, but I guess that brings us to the main event. Yes. So, you know, just over, I don't know, uh, three years ago. Huh? <laughs> I had a lot of these today, guys. Just over a year ago. It's a protein shake, guys. 8,000 crazy MFs said, hey, look, let's spend X amount of dollars and let's pre-order Mattel's best elite-scale ring ever. Um, by the way, this I could do a pod alone on how good this ring is. Um, and that's probably the last thing you care about, Aaron. This ring is awesome. This ring oh, I've seen. Um, <clears throat> the main event Mattel ring was good. Uh, again, I started collecting the Mattel figures in 2015. I think they did do an elite scale in like 2010-ish. That may have been good. This is obviously way better. Uh, I've always liked the Wicked Cool Toys ring. Uh, you know, Ringside collaborated with them and did all the fix-ups. Um, I have ne- I have two AEW elite scale rings. I haven't put either of them together. But this, the felt turnbuckles. Um, they kind of limit you on how you can customize this. I, I look forward to seeing what they're going to do down the line so you can maybe make this an Attitude Era ring. Either way, uh, ring steps, darker blue. Then if you wanted to do the ringside um, upgrade and do the classic steps, those are much of a lighter blue. You have the red, white, and blue ropes. Potentially could be a little tighter, but decent give. Again, I can't get over these turnbuckles. Blue post, um, a complete different felt mat, three-piece wood underneath, classic wood-looking thing, um, <laughs> which gives it a great sound. Uh, the the way the the way the mat is tied in is I was impressed by that. 
That that is that is because cool. um the, I was all, the, sorry to cut you off, but the raw ring I have is like the the mats all like folded up and all this other stuff. Yep, yep, kind of like that. Yeah, it, it's it's different than every other ring that's been done. Um, the ring skirts are different. Um, when I started putting it on, I was like, wait, I only have two pieces. What the hell? They screwed me. But you actually all four uh, rectangles. You just kind of take these elastic bands, put them around the post. Um, that really makes it cool. So, you know, three sets of ring skirts. You know, next week, hopefully, I'm going to be a little more detailed on the elites. Obviously, I haven't got I, – I don't have the Macho Man yet. And I didn't even pull the diesel or doink out of uh, package yet. However, the main event, I mean, <laughs> for the weight, you know, it's really funny when you think about it. The fact that I'm going to have Macho – that that's ninety dollars. Like we're not even factoring tax. That's you know more than half the purchase. Well, um, about half the purchase right there. Just those three elites. The ring right here. You can call. It, I mean, with what AEW is charging for that wicked toy ring, this is worth that. And then if this is going to be, I mean, this is really what so many people bought the thing for. And I'm not even getting into the entrance diorama that was. And you'll see it when you get there. It's so nice how they even gave you that extra, you know, cardboard uh, entrance arena kind of look for it. Um, I took that away, but it, it's a real nice touch. You know, you put a little weight behind it, and it holds up real well. They put these little um, legs to help the stage from, you know, tip effect. The, um, the lights on this thing. That's what I was waiting to see. It is bar none. Uh the, the whole cape horn coming in and out of the thing is it's just pretty cool man it really made the the year wait worth it it made it worth it this thing is um you know i look just i look forward to seeing how jazzwares is going to compete against this because it is you know that the cardboard thing that they came out with is cool i mean put it together but this is just this is different. I don't know how they're going to come against this, but the new generation stage ring diorama, the three ultimates that come with it. I really look forward to the blue common, uh, you know, '90s commentary set that comes with Macho Man. Is you know, it's a short early preview review, but man, what a, what a great set! All right, so you told about the the value of this and. Um... Like if if you had money problems last year, this doesn't include you. But how in the world are y'all paying five fifty, six, seven hundred dollars for this when it was for two fifty? And y'all got the gall to want to pay uh, two hundred a pop for one figure. We could have got the whole thing for two fifty. Now, if you had money problems, this I'm, I apologize, but this is not concerning you. But like, just like how. You got to assume everybody that's doing that. There, there's only one or two answers. Well, I want to say it's 45, 45%. 45% of people had money problems. 45% of people didn't collect things. The other 10% are fucking assholes. And then it's like the ones like, like I remember like the whole thing of last year of like back the ring guys, back the ring. And then these people get writing these essays about, I wish oh, I had- I wish I bought the shirt. I wish I just had the screenshots of these things that people were saying. Like, can you guys stop posting uh, back the ring? 
not all of us want this, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, but okay, but you're going to want some, you're going to pay double and triple the price a year later and have FOMO about it. Huh? It's like, if you have money problems, I understand. But the ones that were bashing it and the ones that are coming out paying 200, 150 to 200 just for one figure, that is just completely asinine to me. Don't get me wrong. This thing takes up a lot of space. But unless you are a mock collector, there's no reason you shouldn't want this. This mm-hmm. thing is 20 out of 10 models. But even if you're a mock collector, like, for the figs alone, you get the figs, of course. But also, the box is nice for the ring. Even if you keep it in the yeah. box, the box is really nice. Oh, I'm keep, uh, the box, I, I was opening with my daughter, me and Valentina were looking at this, and I was like, this is a box you keep. Yeah. And I, I'm keeping that box. Them boxes are no random. Yeah, and I, the, box, I, and the box that already has me feeling like, do I sell the second one? I might just keep it, just like stare at the thing. It seems crazy. I, I almost like, but it's a. I haven't taken it apart yet, but it's almost one of those like. It's a. It wasn't a long process putting it together, but I'm cringing about taking it apart. Yeah, that's something you don't take apart. That's why I'm hesitant on even opening when when I get mine, and building it because that's something that I just not gonna, I'm not going to take apart at all. So, and, and, by, and by the way, I'm taxing, by the way. I'm taxing y'all, by the way. Um, Doink will be, t- I'm taxing y'all for Doink, and I'm taxing y'all for Macho. Macho's only limited to, what is it, 8,400 8, or something like that. So, I'm taxing y'all on that. Um, so, I did enjoy your back, pick. Back in the day, Aaron was trying to hit me up just to buy diesel off me. <laughs> yes. But, I, I did enjoy your, uh, was it a house show or was it a t- weekly TV that you posted well, yesterday? Well, well, you know, Saturday night, superstars, you know, a little f- four-match card. Right. Obviously, if this, uh, if Eck got the pencil, we had a 10-man battle royal, all new gem stars. Rocky Maivia went over, and uh, the winner of the battle royal gets to face a champion for their championship in the main event. Second match, we saw... Yokozuna versus Terry Funk. Uh, whether Terry Funk got squashed by Yokozuna. We had an interpromotional match that everybody's going to cringe about. The Bushwhackers got to challenge Matt and Nick Jackson for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. And, um, yeah, the recent Amazon exclusives uh, got the W, and they retained their belts over the Bushwhackers. Well, the crowd was so confused about what's going on, how we jumped into the t- uh, time future. Uh, Rock and Ivy made his way out, and Ultimate Warrior came out. The Amazon exclusive WrestleMania Six Ultimate Warrior came out, defended both the IC and World Title. Squashed my via, and then you got to see him celebrating on his way by the uh, New Gen stage on his way out. If you will notice in the pictures on the gram paint was worn off despite, despite the squash <laughs> he lost some of his paint so so he broke a sweat little, okay little, little attention to detail so he did break a chipper, sweat. you know he, put, he, he, he gave us some business <laughs> all right so anything else about that ring or anything else about anything this ring is awesome i think i think just if somebody wanted to sell this ring they you know if you look at what older rings go for i think keep the stage to the side keep the three elites i i think I really see for the people, somebody like Cardona or or these stores, if they held on to this ring, if they want to put it aside, pull stuff out, you should be able to sell this two, three years from now for $200. 200 
Oh, the ring by you mean the ring by itself? The ring, just the ring. Oh, oh the yeah, ring. The, oh yeah, for sure. Two, three hundred for sure, yeah. for sure, definitely. And I can only imagine how much you can get c- complete. And this, I mean, this is this is fun. It really is. I'm so glad you actually turned it on for me. I mean, I literally have you ever heard of GoPuff? Sounds familiar. It's it's like a essentials app where they like you know convenience store food oh, and no. snacks and no. then essentials. Um, I ordered. I only had two AA batteries, which just so you know, despite the fee for it, they don't include batteries. Okay. So you, you will need four AA batteries. I only had two, so I ordered Go from GoPuff. Got some ice cream last night for Valentina and I, and eight pack of batteries, so I could get this thing finally lit. So if you were wondering, in your first couple of picks, why the thing wasn't lit. Okay, perfect. So, battery is not included, boys and girls. All right, so I guess that's it for the show. Uh, who you got next week, Punk or Mox? I'm pulling for Mox. Punk's going to win. I'm pulling for Mox. All right, so I'm going to go with... How about you? I'm going to go with Punk. I think Punk wins. I think Punk wins. All right, guys, so that's... When are you going to watch it, Thursday night? Please, Sunday Sunday morning. <laughs> that's my cue. Uh, all right, guys. So uh, that's it for the show for Action Fire Action Vicky. I'm Alo Aaron Lloyd. We'll see you guys soon. Talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope by the land with his elbow. Got him now. Put him down right now. Hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the missing man, it ain't safe to land. Off the cell, fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.